no canoes involved. <laughs> With douching. With douching. <laughs> I hope not. That's out in the open. We built this deck. We built this deck on Commander Smith. Do, 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 do. Got boom, it. Boom. Oh man, I forgot actually who even does this. <laughs> oh, you were both gonna because I was hoping you'd give me the name now. Because uh, I had it. Is it uh, um, who built who? We built this city on rock and roll, of course. Yes. Um, is that? Bruce Springsteen? No. No. No, it's some obscure band. Some obscure band that we should both know, and now I'm very embarrassed for ourselves. Yeah. Hold on a second. (laughs) Give me a second. It's Starship. Starship? It's called Starship. What? That's the name of the band? Yeah. Okay, I wouldn't have come up with that. Exactly. (laughs) Embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) This is all that prep work I do for the songs. And you didn't even come up with the name. You're like, uh, I hope he guesses it. Yeah, I didn't know any words after other than those like three lines. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Anyways, welcome to Commander Smiths. I am Adam Smith. And I'm Lowry Smith. And we are cousins. Uh, we mentioned actually, once or I twice. I think Grandpa's getting a paternity test to figure <laughs> to out. To see if we're if, actually cousins. Yeah. Well, not really the cousins part. To see if our our dads are brothers and well, stuff like that. Well, that would be cousins then, That's right? how that works. <laughs> but not for that reason. This is episode number seven. 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 Lucky number seven. I like that. Yeah. So uh, rolling along, we uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Commander Smith's. And or, you can also email us at commandersmiths at gmail.com. And also, you can catch us on YouTube. YouTube. Uh, Podbean, what we originally kind of podcast on, they distribute to a lot of different Everywhere. places. Yeah, so actually you can... It's on iTunes, iTunes. It's on Apple. Or Apple. <laughs> it's on yeah. iTunes and, and iTunes. And Apple. What? <laughs> what about oranges? <laughs> you can get on uh, Google and Google Play, all that stuff. So it's, yeah. it's kind of crazy. Whatever you want. Yeah. I'm pretty we sure We actually have there. listeners in Australia. What did it say? United Kingdom, Canada. And then we have one person that downloaded one episode in France. So yeah. we're Thank worldwide you. right now. Thank you, French, <laughs> for your support. Uh, yeah, so this episode, we're going to kind of break this down into three sections. I know we talked last week, we were going to break down Dominaria a little like bit. Spoilers throughout the week. But nothing got spoiled, so there's still about 100 plus cards. Well, I mean, they did spoil, they spoiled a couple of cards, yeah. but not enough that we would want to talk about it. So, so I we think we'll just let it build up a little bit more. Yeah, we didn't want to break down, like go, okay, we're going to talk about green, and then they have like 20 cool green cards that get revealed in the next couple weeks. So, and then do it again so we're kind of holding off a little bit on that instead what we're going to do is uh we're going to first talk about brawl brawl which which is the new format that wizards has announced i believe it was last week that they announced yep they did yep and then we're going to go into our second segment which will be core cards for commander artifact edition <laughs> I don't know uh, what the ch was, but that No, it's off the cuff. I love all this. It's great. <laughs> and then we'll we'll finish off with uh specs as we normally do, yeah. the speculation part of cards that yeah. we like. Uh but Lowry has to get something off his chest here. So uh not chest card, hair, chest hair, here. Yeah. Uh a card that I peed on last week. Oh, was, we're back to the pee again. Yeah. Fire song and sunspeaker. That's the f- The uh, one that he basically had to change his pants afterwards because yeah. he loves Loves this commander. So it's four colorless, 
uh, red and a white for uh, just a reminder. Four six. Whenever you have a red instant deal damage, you gain that. It has life link. And whenever you have a white spell, gain life. We should remember that we damage. talked about this for about ten yeah, minutes. <laughs> I love this card. <laughs> but here's, here's the crazy thing: you can't get it in boxes or, or packs, packs or, or bundles. Anything. You can only get it as the buy a box promo from your local gaming store which you can't which we bought boxes uh, ahead online, of time online and eBay. actually i messaged the guy and i was like hey can we get that buy a box and he's like sorry you're out of luck yeah because uh they only have a limited amount they even get there even if you have a whole crate of boxes they only have a limited amount each yeah, store I, gets it's it's like 60 max at per, the big for a big store yeah, most of them aren't it. getting that many so um and so this is going to be, end up being a really limited supply for the card. and In turn, it's going to make the card go crazy. Yeah. If, it already is sold out. Like, I know it's not out yet, but you can normally pre-order it. All yeah. the pre-orders are completely sold out. I, I think everybody just said to remove it from their listing because you have no idea how many. This is going to be such a short print run for the card that... And it's it, me a foil. I, yeah, and it's foil, and it's a legend, and it's super frustrating because... I wanted to build with this card, but I don't want to pay $20, $30, $40, whatever it's going to end up. I don't know what it's going to be. It could end up being a $3 card, but not having the opportunity to be able to go and get the card yeah. is pretty frustrating. Well, what I said to you is we had that 15% off on our boxes, so we saved about 15 bucks. If it's sure. less than fifteen, just go ahead and go and buy it. You know, if there's even if like, there's yeah, yeah if there even if anybody's gonna put it out there. Yeah, I'm, right I'm, now it's not there, so that's kind of disappointing. Yeah. And like, uh, so Saffron Olive on MTG Goldfish has a really good article on the problems with unique promos, and he has a it's a it's a bit of a lengthy uh, article. It has some history with a lot of this stuff, but it really does cause problems, and there's. I think there's already been uh, a bunch of complaints, and I don't think Wizards uh, plans on doing this again already. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think they heard the outcry and were like, oh, okay, we'll back off. Because, think, so uh, Mana Crypt, which we've talked yep. about, that was a buy a book promo. Yep. Buy a book. Promo. Buy a book. It, it only came with a book back in the day. So then they just kept reprinting it, not in any they've, sets. They just kept doing like the judge promos. They just yeah, promo, yeah, promo, exactly. promo until. They printed it in the uh, expedition. Eternal, Eternal Masters. Eternal Masters, kind of and then it dipping. came into the expedition stuff. The uh, inventions. Oh, inventions, yeah. Because that's the one I got from that. Yeah. So. And so that's, but that that was that's a problem card, yeah. you know, that they just kind of just slowly doled it out into promos. Well, and, and that's a that's a hundred dollar card at minimum right now. Yeah. Because they it's never really had it good, yeah it's but... good but they didn't have it in any set or anything like that besides so don't reprinting. don't get me wrong fire song and sun speaker isn't that good of a card like, you're just disappointed because that was your your p target yeah from last and week. i'm not going to be able to get it easily or as cheap as it really should be because i don't i don't see it as a 20 30 dollar no card. definitely not but it could be just because of supply mm -hmm. um and then if you go out and buy a 20 30 dollar card like this they could turn around and reprint it in, in uh, something uh, in the commander, in commander set, set yeah. non-foil, and it comes out fifty. It'll be fifty cents. Yeah, but they, you'd always have that foil because you can't. You know, they're not going to do yeah. foil in a commander set. So <laughs> Lowry's so, yeah, makes, yeah, that makes me feel way better. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Lowry, so. I got this for fifty cents. Oh, I bought mine for forty. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, we'll move right into Thank Brawl you, after that, or into that. Actually, that was kind of the same news. It kind of They were talking about that, and yeah. then they came out and told us about Brawl, which is a new... Uh, format for Commander, which is kind of exciting. Um, uh, it's yeah, mixed it's... mixed emotion. So basically, what this what Brawl is is instead of your hundred card deck, you have a sixty card deck. Sixty card deck. You still have your your Commander as your general, and it's either a legendary creature or a or Planeswalker. Planeswalker. Uh, but there is no Commander damage anymore. They take that out. Okay. And then your life is thirty. Thirty. And then also you have to go with the standard rules. So whatever is in cards standard. In standard. It's a singleton format like Commander. That's why it's like a hybrid between Commander and Standard. So there, there's a couple things with this. This, I, I feel like they're doing this for a couple things. I feel like they're trying to push people to buy more Standard. And they know that a Agreed. big audience Agreed. of Magic is Commander. And to get the Commander players to buy each set, we buy a box every single time just because we like opening boxes and getting new cards and stuff yeah, but it's, it's christmas four times a year exactly <laughs> well more than that because i'm gonna buy the special yeah, sets the and everything and, yeah <laughs> yeah but right. uh commander most and... most commander players don't do that they typically have their baby deck or their baby's decks you know they make a deck and, and then whenever, they stick with it and they whenever one card comes out for they'll it, buy they it and they'll buy change it. put it in their deck yeah. but for the most part that's their deck and they don't really buy and make new decks now we're a little bit different we'll make we're special we're special <laughs> We make decks here and there. Um, you make them more often than I do, uh, but then you tear them apart just as fast. You, you'll play it yeah, and you take it apart. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like this is a way that they're trying to get us commander players to get to buy more of these boxes to move their product more because standard isn't necessarily moving them right now. Well, it's where it's where Wizards makes all of their money and yeah. Hasbro makes their money. They don't make any money when. Uh, a store sells a card from alpha or beta or any of these ridiculous prices or even non-standard cards they need packs to open and their products to open yeah um and so that's i i i totally agree with you that i think they're trying to just trying to bring commander crowd into standard and maybe give standard cards um more of a life yeah because uh, you know, you're sitting there thinking like, why didn't they just make Commander for Standard and then go, hey, we got a modern Standard or a modern Commander, Legacy Commander, and just break it up? And it's because Standard can't support a hundred card singleton format. Yeah, no, that'd they, be ridiculous. It would be so difficult <laughs> to find play, Like, if you wanted to play an energy deck, you'd play every energy card in those colors that you could do, and it'd be awful. Yeah, it'd be awful magic. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting though because. You're going to build your deck, and then when they cycle out your deck, you know, it's going to go with how standard is right now. Yeah. So you'll have to keep building new decks, and that's kind of what Wizards wants. One other thing I was thinking about, a reason why they might be doing this is because of Arena. And they might oh. be trying to make this go along with Arena so that people aren't just playing standard. Because right now they've said that they're just... It's arenas more, and it's still in the beta testing. In fact, they have a. I just got invited to it uh, for April sixth. They're doing a big stress test where they're taking a whole bunch of people to try okay. to get the the okay. system going. But th they've said that arena, which is if you don't know what arena is, it's the new platform that Magic is going to. Uh, they already have Magic Online, but arena is the new thing that's going to be kind of like Hearthstone in a way. Hearthstone is like Magic, that, yeah. but. Now they're trying to take over what Hearthstone took from them because they have all these players that moved over there because it's 
you know, you can play it on your phone or magic, magic says being a bully. Yeah. So what they've said is that it's going to be more like standard is what, uh, arena is going to be. Yeah. And they're so starting from a certain point and then just moving forward. Yep. Exactly. Go back and and so what they, I think they want to do is have, instead of it just being standard, they want to have multiple games you can play. So you can have your commander standard and your regular standard. And then that's how arena is going to kind of work. Mm. And I think that, that that's a good idea for wizards on their part, because they're going to have two little formats going at the same time. Does that mean that they're going to bring back block then for arena? Do you know what block is? Uh, no. So block, me. they got rid of block a couple years ago. Um, but block is basically uh, after a whole set comes out, they have, they used to have a full tournament based around you only oh, that build it. Yeah. Only build a deck out of cards from that block. Yep. And so I didn't realize they had a tournament with it. Yeah, so they, they did they, it just for that block. That's how it used to be. Because yeah. when we do our pre-releases, that's kind of what they do when we on some of those. Similar, yeah, where they similar. would give us. Just yeah, it's not packs. as limited because yeah. you can get four Build. ofs and. Yeah. yeah, so I'm, I'm mixed with Brawl. Um, I, I I see what they're kind of possibly doing because I'm excited for Arena to be able to play that along with the card format. But if there's something that's like Commander on Arena, oh. See, I, I guess I can understand why they're making it. I, I just it it doesn't thrill me the the slightest. Like I don't want to play this at all because you're I'm competitive competitive enough to want to go and buy the good planeswalkers in those colors. Yeah. And then I know those planeswalkers are going to drop after they rotate. And it, and, if, and it's the same problem that I have with standard is the the value just isn't there because you're you're spending money on the new vraska that's you know like 15 20 bucks and it's going to end up being under probably around 10 when it, when rotates. it, when it rotates out and so you just you instantly know you're going to lose five to ten dollars and it just uh, no i i totally I, yeah. agree with that i mean and so it's definitely not for me it's I, not geared towards me i guess i'm more excited with the not paper part of it I'm more excited that if they do go with the arena part and it's okay. part of arena, I guess that's what I'm excited for. I think before I thought about that too much, um, I was also thinking this might be a way that they're trying to get commander and to be more in a tournament type thing. Cause they don't have commander tournaments at all, you know? So this, that was one of my other thoughts was maybe uh. this is their way of trying to get commander players to go to the grand prix and go to all the different events actually have well, events for commander you definitely have side events at the grand prix oh, yeah, for commander i don't know and commander really i don't want it to be like uber competitive because that's just going to make other cards just spike even more ridiculously than you don't than like cards spiking uh, not spiking <laughs> i like them to have a value and i and i'm fine with them going up after people like uh, realize that they're good and they want to play with them, and yeah. so they get them in the to their collection. I don't want somebody going, oh, somebody played this card in Commander and they won the Commander tournament off of it. Now it spikes a hundred bucks, and then you're just like, then everybody's buying it, and there are speculators out there that just buy up stuff in groups. I don't like that part. Yeah, I guess we'll or see that if idea. they're actually going to do it. Because if they don't put it in Arena, if it is just a paper thing, then I'm not as excited, I guess. The one thing I like about this idea is that they're trying to do uh, Planeswalkers as your legend as well, as yeah. your commander. I, I, that I might would become really more of a, like that, that might, thing for Do you commander. feel like that might become more of a norm then? That they might actually switch the rules around so that 
commanders or yeah. uh, uh, I would appreciate that. could be commanders. If you're listening, I would like that. Yeah, please. To make, to make it um, just fun. Yeah. I think. I like well, it gives you more commander. options uh, yeah. to play different commanders and everything like that. Brawl, once again, is kind of uh, – it's a commander standard mashup. You, got, you have 60 cards in the deck. One of them is going to be your commander, which can be a legend or a planeswalker. You start with 30 life. And other than basic lands, you only get a one card of each different type within that commander's identity. Do you, do you think we would build um, – I don't think we'll build decks like this. No. I'm trying to think because it makes Again, the I'm game not interested. faster for us. But I don't think we'll actually take part of it. Uh, it'll just mainly be if it goes online, then I'll, I'll definitely play it if it's on Arena once that's actually up and you running. You would have to, yeah. yeah. Because that would be the thing I would focus on if that was there. But anyway, so I guess we got to wait and see. I, I like the idea that they're coming out with another format. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Yeah. Uh, next, we're going to move into what do we call it again, Lowry? Core Commander. No, Core Cards for, for Commander. Commander Artifact Edition. <laughs> We'll get good at that, yeah. I swear. <laughs> so this section or this segment, we're just talking about the cards that we feel when you're starting your deck, almost every deck, you want to look at these cards to have in your collection to potentially put into your deck. A lot yeah. of these, uh, I wouldn't say a lot, a, a good hand, good chunk of these will go in almost every single deck that you build. Yeah, I, I look at it as kind of like a glue within the deck. They they aren't your main focal theme, but they help it along or they help you uh, move forward or protect and, and that kind of thing. It's And this is actually a shout-out to Mark. Yeah. He, yeah, he uh, suggested, he was like, I, you guys talk about the cards like Sensei's Top and all that, but I want to know more about what cards you think should be should in be a deck. deck. So yeah. we decided since uh, this week is kind of a week that we're kind of taking off from the dominaria stuff we'll bring in the artifacts we'll do each color eventually but eventually when yeah, we get some not... breaks and everything like that but we figured artifact would be a good place to start because those are going to go in a majority deck more than yes. your colored stuff so um why don't we start off with the number one card that is in every single deck pretty much and it's been reprinted in every commander deck and it's still at three dollars and fifty cents <laughs> soul ring yeah it um, is such a good card it is you know one mana artifact and you can tap it for two colorless mana it's so good that a lot of people uh i believe just go, house ban it. yeah they they ban it we don't we like having soul ring we haven't I do noticed too, yeah. uh a difference with it but like uh goldfish when they play commander i don't think they actually play with I don't soul think rings they do either. uh so that yeah that's one card that is banded with there, there are articles on like turn one soul ring being like percentage of winning the the game for with a turn one soul ring is like 50 percent yeah it's kind of it, it's crazy and well, you, you can find those articles I think, too isn't it banned in one-on-one I, I, I don't know much about one-on-one -on -one commander. I think I, I'm not 100% sure on that, but I think it is banned on one-on-one -on, -one on Magic Online. But, okay. Uh, just because if you're the one player that gets the soul ring out, then it's, like you just it's said. It's pretty much game over. Yeah. yeah. So, And we're going to kind of continue in this block of Monorocks. So it's kind of starting with the, all these Monorocks. Uh, yeah, Monorocks are basically your just... Your base. Yeah, your base. They're colorless uh, uh, artifacts that allow you to ramp in any color. 
Yeah. So um, the next one we'll go into is actually kind of a two-part. Uh, all the signets and also uh, talismans. Talismans. So the signets, what they do, it's two colorless to come out. You can tap one colorless and tap it, and then you have a, a, a combination. There's ten of them. So you can either get like red, black, you know, blue, red, but they have every single dual color. Yeah. So you just kind of fit it for whatever deck you're playing. What with. colors you're playing. And then similar, similarly. And the, the talismans, they only have five of them. So there's blue, white, and red, red green. Uh, and what they do is they're two color or two colorless mana artifact come into play and you can tap them for a colorless or tap them like if it's uh, I believe it's Talisman of Dominance that gives you, you can tap it for a blue and it'll give you a damage or tap it for a black and it'll deal you a damage. And that's fine because it's, um, it's quick. You can, you can actually use it. The, the turn it comes out. Yeah. If it's turn two, like yeah. that, it's just, a, it speeds you up a lot quicker. And I, all those are pretty cheap. Yeah. They're all under two bucks. Yeah. And the signets are between 25 cents and a dollar. So yeah. that's pretty budget. Um, yeah cards to get in your deck um next would be chromatic lantern this one's a little bit more spendy but it is in fifty thousand edh decks on edh rack yeah an edh rack and what that is it's three colorless comes into play your lands you control gain tap and add any color to your mana and it also taps to give you any color to your mana pool yeah so that's pretty ridiculous this is perfect it's in any three color perfect fitting or yeah two color, color fixing. but three color or more it's a must-have in those decks yeah and i and i love it in mana intensive decks as well like um all, like riku of two reflections yeah you're able to just tap your mana willy-nilly and not worry about a green and a blue and a red and a blue and all your mana cost along with it you just tap everything that you want you don't have to you, you, you don't can have just to worry about it, it. Yeah, just do exactly it. yeah um and so it it kind of feels good. Yeah, and that one's uh, sitting at about fifteen bucks right now. S some similar cards I would say that are like three mana that tap for uh, a certain color. It would be something like uh, Dark Steel Ingot, which yeah. is indestructible, and you that's can only tap a fifty it. cent card yeah, right there. It, it's uh, and you just tap it, and it'll give you whatever color that you need. But the big part of that is being indestructible is the nice is part. pretty important. Because there are a lot, of, not a lot, but I mean, there's a handful of the three drops any color, but then they don't really do any. I mean, yeah, they can get wiped out pretty easily. Yeah, and they don't do anything extra, extra. where you could find extra stuff. Like another one like Commander Sphere, which is three mana, taps for any color that your commander has. But you can sacrifice it to draw a card. At any time. So if somebody's destroying it, you're like, well, I just sacrifice it. Sac Thanks, I draw a you card. You can bring it back from your graveyard. You can you can abuse that one a lot, and that's a really good card to have as yeah. well. Um, what else do we have for our threes? Is that it for our threes? Those those are like the main important ones yeah. that I would have. Because then we also do have Felwar Stone, but that was a two drop. That's at two. Yeah, so that would go back in with the, the Signets. So we forgot to mention that one. But Felwar Stone, it's two, comes into play. You can tap it to give you any color of that your opponents have that can they can produce. So most of the time, you have if you're playing if three other if people. If there's three other people, you're you, going to get whatever yeah, color you exactly. want. Exactly. So Felwar Stone's a really good one. That one's 75 cents, so also a pretty cheap one uh, to have in your deck um another one this one's a little more expensive because it's only been in the commander stuff is thought vessel thought vessel is really good though because yeah. and it's yeah two mana taps for one mana and then you can have as many cards in your hand as um as you have yeah you have no restrictions so it's a it's a library of lenge 
No, 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 because that goes on top. Yeah, it's a spell book. Yeah, there we go. Spell book. That's a better, proper word. I was thinking, because Library of Lange was the first one that we could do where you didn't have a maximum hand size. But the difference with Library of Lange is you can discard and put it on top of the library instead of the graveyard. So false, Adam. That's fine. Yeah, having a, as, if you can draw a ton of cards and then keep them in your hand, not have to discard down to seven, that's... That's really important yeah. if you're drawing a ton of cards. Now, so. some of the more expensive ones to, to still have, but um, they're, yeah, they're going to cost you a little bit. But Gilded Lotus is a good one to have. That's a five-drop artifact, and it gives you three of any color. Three, Yeah, so you can get, like, three green out of it or three red. Yep, and then um, the one we talked about earlier, Monocrypt. Yeah, that Monocrypt. one, if you, can, if you have the money to do it, it's good, but uh, that's a zero drop artifact. That'll get you two mana. Two mana, but then at the beginning of your turn, you flip a coin. If you lose a flip, it deals you three, three damage. damage. But in Commander, you got 40 life. Yeah. So that's a pretty good uh, you trade can, You can lose a flip 10 times and still be at 10 <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. But you get that two bonus. It doesn't stay tapped, which is the nice yeah, thing. Because you, you kind of have that way. downfall with Monovolt, which is one of our other cards uh, that's on the list. And Monovolt does... It's also... It's, you should talk about the other one, too. That so... Monovault is tap one for an artifact, and then you can tap it for uh, three colorless mana. During your upkeep, you need to pay four colorless mana to untap it. And it's very similar to another expensive card. Or, but the whole thing is, if, if you don't untap it, it deals you a damage. Yeah. Uh, the other one is Grim Monolith, uh, which I think we've mentioned in the past. Um, Lowry has it. I yeah. don't have it. Oh, yeah, that yeah, card. that story. Sad um, Adam. So it's two mana for an artifact, and when you can't, or when you tap it, it'll give you three uh colorless mana and then you have to pay for to untap it but it doesn't do a damage to you yeah it doesn't do the damage yeah. um they're both really powerful cards for early games monovolts around 24 but i'm not yeah a grim monolith is, is like 60 70 yeah, that one's that one's a little more expensive the, the one thing about those two staying tapped i like at least a little bit of synergy being able to untap Unt them without yeah. like so voltaic key or seaborn muse yeah Unwinding clock. So you kind of have like to that. have that that stuff in that deck already. So you really those to make me feel comfortable yeah. where I'm just not. I, if I if I wanted a you know a dark ritual, I just put dark ritual in. I want to be able to reuse. Yeah. My mana rocks. Yeah. Uh, I think that does it for the mana rocks, right? One, one thing that I like oh, to wait. think about when it comes Ashnods. To, oh well, yeah. I I look at that a little bit different, but. Um, we could talk about Ashnod's Altar is a three mana artifact where you can sacrifice any creature you control. Yeah, it's not a mana and rock. It, and it's it gives more of a you two engine. colorless mana. I look at it as a sacrifice engine. Yeah. Um, that can, you know, you can fuel a, a grave pact or you can just pump out uh, a bigger creature if you if you have more tokens. And so it, you have a nice, it's only three bucks too. So, but it's, it's a cheap one to get. 26,000 decks. I mean, a lot, most of these that we talked about. Every single one of them is over twenty thousand decks. I mean, soul they're commonly and, yeah. used. Yeah. Yeah. Soul rings in the one that's one hundred eighty thousand decks. But yeah, other than that, I mean, they're all. If you're getting over ten thousand decks in EDH, then that's a, yeah. quite a bit of, of decks that they're in. So and one one thing that I try and look for when it comes to mana rocks is like, if I have like a four, uh, a, a commander that costs four. I would like it to come out on turn three. So mm -hmm. the signets are really important. Yeah. But if I have a commander that's sitting at like six mana, then I, I'd much prefer to have 
um, the four mana like a Thrawn Dynamo oh, or yeah. the Guild or Guild Lotus. I don't at tend five. to put though the Thrawn Dynamo in my decks as much. It's used a lot though. Yeah, it yeah, is, they're really good. Yeah, it is very good. So just, it puts you in your late game yeah. so much earlier. But I, I generally try and like if I have a two mana um, commander, which there's not a ton granted, but the two mana rocks aren't as important to me. I want one mana or three to get me further. Yeah. So I try and build a little bit with my commander in mind and allowing me to either get there but not have it get in the way. Do you have like a set number of monorocks that you throw in there, do you typically? Uh, no. I don't it, either, but I try to get around 10 at some point if I can. It depends. It all depends on the deck. Too. It, it really does depend on the deck. I, I think I generally have like six including other ways yeah. of of ramping yeah. so i th- i think 10 is a decent number for just trying to ramp uh with your uh with your mana base yeah i agree uh next we're gonna go into the utility the utility artifacts yeah unless you, there was something else you want to talk about no that? i think i think that was about everything for mana rocks okay yeah then utility uh we'll start off with the number one uh sensei's divining top we've talked about this one before i think everybody should have this in their deck because yeah. it's a good way to filter through and the top of your library yeah. and get the best pick out of the the top three cards. Yeah, it's a one drop. Um, tap one, look at the top three cards of your library, and then put them back in any order. It is very hard to kill because you can also tap it to draw a card and then put Sensei's top on top of your library. So if somebody's like, ah, destroy all artifacts, you're like, how about I just draw a card instead and this goes on top? Yeah, and then I'm just drawing Sensei's Divining Top next. Yeah, so it's um, it's pretty good. I mean, you it, get you, you know you got a cheater among you when they get turn one Soul, soul Ring and Sensei's, sensei's and then top. use the top one to look at the top three. We've seen that happen many times. Yeah. That person has to die first. That's your brother, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Like three con- consecutive games. games. You're like, like, oh, there's something wrong yeah. there. Cheater! <laughs> um, so, but, like, the the cool thing about it is, like, during your uh, upkeep, you untap all your lands. You can still pay one to look at the top three cards and then draw the best card out of there. Yeah. Um, I, it, the only thing it's missing is being able to reshuffle your library. <laughs> And that's why shuffle. That's why shuffle effects are pretty important. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, next one, paradox engine. Paradox engine is a ban worthy card. Yeah, in our opinion. we haven't spec'd on this one because of the fact that it just seems like it's going to get banned. So it's an artifact that is uh, whenever you cast a spell, you untap all of your non-land permanents. Uh, so your lands would stay tapped, but you you untap creatures, your artifact, your mana rocks. That would be really important. Yeah. And then it's also it costs five mana to come out, uh, and it just it's it, just it's ridiculous. It really is an engine. Like yeah. it, you just can play card after card after card. It feels like if somebody gets paradox engine out, they pretty much win the game. And like I, we don't play with it a lot. I have it in one, maybe two decks, but pretty much when I get it out. With, and it's with Roshmi, yeah. Yeah, your Roshmi. favorite, Roshmi. It's game over. <laughs> because it's just, you could cast something and you untap everything. And it's just insane. Yeah. 
But that's why we haven't really specced on this one because it just felt like right when it came out, it was going to get banned. But yeah, they I, thought, I really thought it was. They haven't banned it. It's in nearly 10,000 decks. So it's it's being used and there hasn't, and, I haven't heard. And it's never being used fairly. Yeah. Like, but I haven't, have you heard talk of them banning it? No, it's just more of us talking, saying it was such a broken card. When it, yeah, coming out, you're just like, what? But if, if they keep it not. I mean, if it stays not banned, I think this is a must-have, and you just have to be ready that one day they might ban it. <laughs> yeah, and I and I fully like I the concept of untapping things is so powerful in Commander because you have so many permanents that can untap. Yeah, I would definitely want one of these for my deck. Yeah, definitely. Um, then we move into Aether Fro- Aether Flux Reservoir. I talked about this last week as my spec. Uh, last week or the week before, one of the two. But it's in a ton of decks. Yeah, that's another 10,000 decks. What that one is, is every time you cast a spell, uh, you gain a life for each spell that has been cast that t- that turn. And then you can pay 50 life to do 50 damage to a player. And I believe it's four casting costs? Now I'm not yeah, it's four mana. Four, four mana yeah, four to, to come cast. Out. So it's just, even if you're not trying to use the 50 life to kill somebody or comboing off or whatever you do with that... It's still a good life gain. Um, just cast two spells, you yeah. gain three life right there. Because one, two... Yep, and then three spells get you six yeah. life. And it's it's a really powerful card. And 50 damage, being able to deal 50 damage is pretty intense. And it's only a buck 25 right now. Or, oh, Paradox Engine before, I, I forgot to mention it, it's uh, 15 bucks. So it's a little more expensive. Was oh, it up there? Yeah. It's, wow. it's going up in price because it's not getting banned. So people are like, well, might okay. as well buy I guess, it. I guess I'll play it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, Aetherflux Reservoir, good, good life engine there. Uh, next one that we think that is kind of pretty much a must have for a lot of decks is Mind's Eye, which is a five mana artifact. Uh, and whenever an opponent draws a card, you can pay one colorless, and you get to draw a card. Yeah, that that's pretty sweet because you just basically leave your land open because you know that they're going to be drawing. There, there's going to be at least three. Like if you have, if you're in a four person game, there's going to be at least three card like cards drawn. Yeah. Before your next. Yeah, before turn. your turn, and then you just you draw. <laughs> it's yeah. just it's simple. It's not you don't have to do any tricks with that one. It's. And drawing nice draw cards engine. is really important. From Very, what, I've, what I've been told, <laughs> that and getting land out. That's uh, get your... yeah. You want your land drops in uh, commander, and you want to be able to draw cards. Larry is the king at drawing and getting his land drops. Yeah, I really but like it. He gets picked on. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, one one way that I generally use Mind's Eye, I don't put it in all like all of my decks um, because I want my five drops and six drops to be super powerful, like almost game ending. Yep. Um, but this is a really amazing card in like a low curve deck like elves or goblins uh, where everything's under four man like four mana and under yeah and then you can play this and you have a lot of mana open just to easily use it and still further your game plan yeah that's a good idea very good yeah i need to start i have a mind's eye but i just picked that up recently in the, in the last year or so so that needs to start making its way into some decks here next is i think a card we've talked about uh before yeah, oh yeah. but it's it's an awesome card I, but it's, i mentioned it in my animar yeah pen harmonicon which is four colorless artifact if an artifact or a creature enters is ent- or enters no entering the battlefield causes a triggered ability of a permanent you control to target or i'm not reading right <laughs> 
<laughs> of a permanent you control to trigger, that ability triggers an additional time. So anything that you have that's in play and you play something and it causes a triggered ability, yeah. it does it twice. It's a little confusing, so not, as, not because as, of my reading. My reading was, <laughs> that was confusing. I wish I could reread it over. It just... I made it so it sounded really confusing. So go and check the link for Panharmonicon <laughs> underneath our podcast or YouTube or whatever. Bleh, 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 yeah. bleh. It'll be you there. You can find it. Did? Read it yourself from what I hear. You have uh, good reading skills. Everybody out there. Uh, <laughs> so, But it's for everything that triggers as well. So uh, going back to the example of the Animar deck, I put that in there. I have an elemental that comes in and it deals six damage. So it deals six damage. If Animar is in play, I get to put two one-one counters on that yeah. as well. So it'll trigger everything that triggers doubles. Yeah, and that's. I, I almost feel like you can not catch everything with how much what triggers. There, there's a lot there's, that can trigger, and you can be like, "Who? I I missed some triggers, and that's <laughs> that's that's okay because I'm ahead." <laughs> yeah, uh, and then we move into Vidalkin. Vidalkin Ori. Uh, it's a four mana uh, artifact, and this one's kind of rose in price recently. Yeah, well, the so what it does is it allows you to play at instant speed. You can play any spell anytime you want, so you don't have to play on your turn. You can wait until the end of your opponent's turn, which is right always better you. because there's board wipes. If you yep. want to wait you're until to, you're right able before to your turn, yep. boop boop boop, pop everything out. Or yep. even if somebody's attacking you and you have a big fatty in your hand, and then you can just. Slap that fatty down and <laughs> slap that fatty. Make them have that oh surprised face. <laughs> I think uh, isn't the reason that this more so got is going up in prices because of the banning of um, what's her face, the green blue green chick. Blue? Uh, what one is that? Um, did the same thing though. Prophet of Crufix. There we go. Uh, yeah, Prophet of Crufix was very similar. I think that just did that for creatures. Yeah. Um, but that also untapped all your lands. Prophet of Crufix oh, yeah. was absolutely yeah. bonkers. It was pretty crazy. Uh, this was always kind of used a whole ton. Uh, but the reason why it's on the rise is just because supply is drying up, I would say. Yeah. Uh, because it was reprinted in a conspiracy. Conspiracy, yep. And so that, that um, sated the thirst of Commander players. And now there's more and more people buying them all up and it's, yeah, just it's about rising. 18 bucks right now so yeah um next one is one that i've had on my spec list that i feel like should be in more decks it's only in 3000 edh decks but it's mirage mirror that's that three drop uh you can tap two to make it turn into anything in play pretty much it's artifacts lands creatures and i think that's it yeah so those three but basically if anybody that's tries to kill it you just change it into anything. Um, yeah, if they're like destroy target artifact, you can turn it into a creature, and oh. then that null and voids yeah. that removal spell. It just makes it so more balanced if somebody else is, you know, they have something crazy out on yeah. their if side. If somebody brings out like a, a taxi with a Blightsteel Colossus, you're like, I tap two, and both of our creatures die. Yeah. So that I feel like should be in more decks, um, and so that's just personal. It's really versatile. Yeah, it just um, hasn't been used very much. Um, next one, uh, Relic of Progenitus. Uh, it's a one mana artifact. It, when it comes into play, you can tap it, and then your one of your opponents, whoever you choose, has to remove a card in their graveyard. Um, it's their choice, or you can tap one, sacrifice it, or exile it. And exile all graveyards from uh, play. Yeah. 
It's yeah, exiling yeah. it. And so uh, that's it's really important to have some type of graveyard removal in your deck. Yeah, because just random you don't one know or two of who you're going against, and a lot of times people can bring stuff back from their graveyard. Yep. Most of the time, if you're building an EDH deck. You do have that ability. Some type of recursion yeah. from your graveyard. Because your it's, stuff's going to die. <laughs> it's, that's, it's bound to happen. And this it's like a $5 card right now, 4 or $5. Yeah. A, a, a cheaper version would be like Tormod's Crypt, which is zero mana. You play it into free, and then you can tap it, sacrifice it right away, and you can exile one graveyard. Yeah. So if you have some shenanigans you want to be doing and you don't want to exile your own graveyard, that's probably a better card than uh, Relic of Progenitus, but for a general use, Relic is really solid card. And then we go into Expedition Map, which is a good um, searching for mana cards. Uh, it's one drop. You can tap two, sacrifice it, and go search for any land. Any land. That's not basic land. That's any land. Chaos Cradle. <sighs> we had gone two episodes without you mentioning that. Uh, I generally use it with like Gaius uh, Cradle, Urbor, Gaius Cradle. <laughs> do you use it with Gaius Cradle or Gaius Cradle, Gaius no, Cradle? Whatever. Well, no. How do you like to say it? Do you say it a lot? I don't. I think most of the time you say "kill that Gaius Cradle." Generally, I Gaius I, Cradle. I add land destruction in for that for card. That card. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I make sure that I have some type of land destruction for that. <laughs> but that you could do that. So what other cards can you go search for? Cabal Coffers. There we go. Urborg, <laughs> uh, Tomb of Yogmoth, and then there's a Maze of Ith. There's a ton of yeah, lands that you would want to go lands. and get. And, this and that, we'll awesome. get into that in our future episodes. Yeah, we, we were going to talk about lands today, and I was like, there's so there's many. There's so many. It has to be a standalone episode. We yeah. can't really have anything else to talk about. Cause... So many. <laughs> Uh, and then let's move into the equipment. So the first equipment, unless is there anything else you think of off those? No, uh, I think that's that's okay. proper for utilities. So two of them I kind of want to talk about at the same time is Lightning Greaves and Swift Whip Boots because yeah. they kind of go hand in hand. You got Lightning Greaves is a $4 card. It's two to come out, and then it's a zero to attach equip, yeah. or equip it, but it gives it Shroud. So And Haste. And Haste, and you can't target it. So that's what Shroud is, if you guys don't know, because that's kind of an older yeah. ability. And then Swiftfoot Boots is giving it Hexproof, which means you can target it, nobody else can, and Haste. But that's one mana to one equip, to, so you can't two to come abuse out. it. Because there's certain times when Lightning Greaves is very nice when you're able to move it from one to the other without yeah. having to waste mana to do it. Both of them are in a crap ton of decks. Um, Lightning Greaves is in 77,000 decks. That's a $4 card. So it's still not that expensive. They keep reprinting that in Commander decks and they everything. Do. It's And Swiftwood Boots is in 68,000 decks. And that's only 50 cents because they printed that a it's, crap It's done. protection for your best creature out there. Which and it's also general. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and I then think let's go into... Skull Clamp is probably the most broken... Uh, equipment ever printed it's one mana one to equip it gives your creature plus one minus one whenever that creature what that, that you... minus one yeah it's perfect so whenever that creature dies you get to draw two cards so put it on your put it on let your one one die oh, yeah. to draw two cards or if you're really i mean you get your general out and you don't want it to die well at least if somebody does a board wipe or kills it you get to draw two cards well, it'll make people think twice about that killing. doesn't that doesn't oh, yeah, actually work. Go into your, your, co your commander zone. goes into the Damn command zone command it doesn't trigger zone. dies 
Yeah, so that wouldn't work in protecting your All right, your other big fatty that's awesome. Yeah. Or you could choose for it to go into your graveyard and you could draw two. You could do that as well. If your commander was uh, whatever, you had a way of bringing it back from the graveyard. There's one that does that. Think about that. (laughs) No, you got me. Totally got me. (laughs) Totally planned that out. Uh, then we go into, so the swords, there's sword of feast and famine, fire and ice, light and shadow, body and mind, war and peace. But really the one that you really want to focus on is the feast and famine. Yeah, this, and this, this goes into the untapping thing that we talked about with paradox engine, but this gives your creature, it's three mana to come out, two to equip, gives a creature protection from black and green. And whenever that creature deals damage to an opponent, they discard a card and you untap all of your lands. Yeah, that's the ridiculous part. Untapping your lands, getting it's basically giving you a second turn. Yeah. To be able to cast stuff. It's you get to do that your second main phase. Super power. Tap all out, do whatever you gotta do, attack, get through. And the thing is, is even if people aren't black and green, which most of the time that's a good shot that you might be able to get through with just green, the protection. Green's a really powerful yeah uh, color and but commander. even still you might find somebody that you either have a flyer or you have somebody that's open and oh, you just need true, to yeah. nail somebody to you gotta nail somebody nail them you gotta nail them to untap them boom <laughs> but it, it's a little steep on price it's it, you laughing at yourself with your boom no, and nailing. no i'm laughing at you for <laughs> laughing at nailing <laughs> Uh, but it's at 33 bucks it's in sixteen thousand decks so it's used quite a bit i try to put this in quite a bit into my decks not in every deck but i use it quite often yeah i use it it's got to be in kind of more of a heavy creature deck i don't know about that like i i think it's really good in counterspell decks because it allows you to play on other people's turn as well as your turn um you know what i mean so you can play during your first main phase your creatures and then you can untap all your lands I don't be able to play talking about a different card. I was like, this card doesn't allow you to play on other people's turns. (laughs) I was so confused for a second. It's like, what the hell are you talking about? Sorry. It's like, did we go on to another card that is on my level, Alice? On my level, (laughs) just sat there with a blank stare. You're like, do you you know what I'm talking about? You had a blank stare for radio. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, I got you, Larry. That's a good idea. (laughs) Sometimes I don't even know why we talk. Well, why don't you go Brick to the next wall. sword? Cause Brick wall. Yeah. You, Which one? The, you want to talk about uh, Sword of the Animist? Yeah. So that's a two-mana artifact, and it costs two to equip, and it gives your creature plus one, plus one. The cool part about it is whenever your creature attacks, or that creature attacks, uh, you get to search for a basic land and put it into play tapped. Yeah. So it's a, a good going and filtering through, finding land. Like we said, drawing and getting land is very, very important yeah it's um and just being able to like put that in non-green decks is really important yeah because green is the best at going and putting lands from your deck into play um and so i don't know if this would be the best card there because i i generally don't put it there because i'd, I'd rather have different spells but I'll, I'll put this in a black and white deck yeah. uh and it's really good or a blue deck allowing you to get ahead on the blue yeah spells so uh and then our last equipment that we think you should have this one's a little expensive but uh lowry actually has had this one for a while and then i just picked it up because lowry plays it all the time and it's just it's ridiculous but yumazawa's right a jet jet is it's a two drop and this does so much stuff so whenever equipped creature deals combat damage so it, it doesn't matter if it gets blocked or doesn't get blocked 
It can you deal can, it to a creature or an opponent. Exactly. Any type of combat damage. You get to put two counters on it. So now the two counters are on that. If the, the creature dies, you still have the two counters on that. They're on the equipment. On the equipment. So you can do one of two th- or one of three things, actually. Yep. You can remove a counter to give your creature two plus two, or you can remove a counter to give a creature minus one, minus one, or you can remove a counter to gain two life. And the equip cost is, is it one or two? Two. Two. So it's just, it's insane. Like you just let the counters build up There's and you can do it at so instant much speed. Utility. It's not tapping to do it. You it's just, amazing boom. with vigilance. Yeah. It's amazing with double strike. Double strike is where you it's, have abused this. Um, uh, it's great in the Traxa because you just keep on building counters on it. Yeah. As long as you have one on there. It's colorless removal. Uh, so like if a creature can't take damage or you just... Yeah, it's, gets it's around so good. indestructible everything like you're talking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it gets around. Yeah, it gets around indestructible. It's it's a great great card. Yeah, no, or it I, just gains you life if no creatures on the battlefield and they're getting rid of everything. Exactly. You're just like, well, I'll just I guess I'll gain four life. Yeah, I suppose. But yeah, I Lowry used this so many times and I was like, all right, I gotta I gotta get one. So I actually got two because of a a trade on. On freaking uh, Puka. Yeah, one out of five trades. Well, it's because I had to actually trade $35 worth uh, to get that. But uh, you can get this for 20 if you get... I bought mine for from uh, from the vault version, which is a foil version. It's mm-hmm. pretty sweet, but it's running about 20 bucks. But uh, that one's a, a must-have that not a lot of our play group has. Okay, and I, yeah. I feel like everybody should have this in their deck. Yeah, and I and I know that it's it's really powerful, and there are people out there that don't like it either. But I, I think it's something that you should probably have for your collection. Yeah, I agree. And then our last card is finally we have our first and only creature that we feel like you should have in every almost it, every single yeah, deck. Every single deck. It's uh, sad robot, which would be solemn <laughs> solemn simulacrum. Sad robot. Beepoo <laughs> so, No, I don't know if you remember this. We were at the uh, M corset pre-release years ago and one of us had pulled solemn simulacrum mm-hmm. and a guy came up and he's like yeah sad robot is so good <laughs> and we had the blankest stare. <laughs> i was like what you mean what my stare mean? that i just had with you exactly that's what reminded me of it i was like oh yeah so yeah but solemn simulacrum is a 2-2 creature for four mana uh when it comes into the battlefield you get to search for a basic land and put it into play tapped and when it dies, which is going to the graveyard, you get to draw a card. It's just so much value out of a four mana creature. Uh, it, it's ridiculous, yeah. Because with the recursion, the yeah. blinking, uh, there, there's so much you can do with this card. Like again, I'll, I did go end up making Animar deck, and it's amazing in there. Yeah, because like, I'm just. Cast it for free? Uh, yeah, you're just casting it for free, or it's helping you get ahead. Yeah. It does everything that you want in that deck, or even uh, with the sacrifice outlets that I talked about. It, you know, you're drawing your card when you need it. Yeah. It's, well, it, it's a chump blocker for you, too, to draw a card. Yeah, because like, you don't, you're not, it's not necessarily a part of like your attacking or your killing game plan. It's just kind of that glue yep. that allows you to move forward in your. In your deck, in I'd, your I'd say this is in probably eighty to ninety percent of my decks. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Unless as well. I, it, yeah, it's just it, it mostly makes my decks, and that's it's in fifty-eight thousand EDH decks, so that's quite a bit, and it's only running about seven bucks. So I definitely think you should get a copy if you run by our our uh, 
our rules of you just need one and then you just can make some uh, good proxies of it, then you can just have that one. But it's not that expensive, seven bucks. I bet you can find them for five somewhere too if you really look hard. Uh, now we're going to move into our third section or what do I want to say? I, I count the the bitching about fire song and sun speaker as our first one wouldn't that be like 0. 0.5 all right <laughs> third segment we're going into specs yeah our speculations specs, for specs, this week specs, smith specs <laughs> specs <laughs> i like doing that it, it makes it sound like we're around lasers yeah don't you we have sound bar uh, dang words not coming right <laughs> beep boop boop sad robot <laughs> god it's being sick is what's happening. It's is that gonna, all the medicine? We're going to blame it on that? Yeah, right. they're not going to blame it on the rain. Ooh, Millie Vanilli. <laughs> I don't know that song. <laughs> I have no idea. Blame it talking. on the rain. All right. It, it sounds awful. <laughs> Why were these guys famous? <laughs> all right, let's go to here. What's your, what's your spec, Lau? All right, uh, so the first uh, one that I want to talk about, it's uh, – Honor Worn uh, Shaku. It's from Champions of Kamigawa. Uh, so what it is, it's three mana, uh, and then you can tap it, and it gives you one mana of uh, a color, one colorless mana. The cool part about it is you can tap a legendary permanent and untap it. So that's like equipment. You legendary equipment you can tap. It's untap it. Or planeswalkers are legendary now, or just a creature that a legendary creature that came into play that has. Uh, summoning sickness you can use it there and it's uh and it's only a dollar and with dominaria coming out you're getting a ton of legends oh that's a good point yeah um and so i can see this card kind of uh coming up a little bit yeah i like that that's a good pick very good pick and then and um, the the other thing is like the foils right now are sitting at like right around eight dollars so the difference between that tells me that the non-foil is going to come up a little bit. Yeah. Well, has the foils risen recently? Check that. Click. That part. Uh, Just click it really quick. I don't have the Wi-Fi. You know, it can have the Wi. Oh, yeah. it doesn't have Wi-Fi. I don't. I can't update my stuff. I gotta. <laughs> I, I prep everything before <laughs> I get here. <laughs> okay, don't go for the foils. Go for the regulars. <laughs> Can you get back? All right, you got all your stuff back. No, well, yeah. I have it on different pages all this right. week. <laughs> Last week, we were going through all the legends, and I clicked on one, and I lost all of my info. And I was like, shit. Damn it. it was like second one. Damn you, Scuba Steve. All right, my first uh, pick of the week. Actually, I just bought 16 of these before we actually started the podcast. It was in my shopping cart for the longest time. I was like, oh, I haven't even finished paying for that. Is Aether Hub, actually. And what I'm looking at is not the normal or the normal foils it's the friday night magic promo card because the art mm -hmm. is different the foil is freaking sweet i love the way this art looks but what this card does is when it comes into the battlefield you get an energy counter you can tap it for one colorless so it gives you that no matter what yep. or you can tap it pay one energy and you get any color so if you're not playing an energy deck whatever you get one time use of any color but at the same point it, it isn't wasted. It isn't gone after that one use. You can actually yeah. use it for colorless, colorless as well. Colorless, man. Yeah, you're still um, hitting your drop. The the Friday Night Magic F FNM uh, promo is... I got mine for $0.85. Cents. It so says on Goldfish it it's a buck seventy five, but they were all under a dollar right now. And the supply of those have been kind of 
dwindling up. I mean, there there isn't that many left. And and one thing that we talked about beforehand was it's a card that's very similar to uh, is Tendo Ice Bridge from Saviors of Kamigawa. Yeah, I like that one. That's that's that a one. rare, and it's just put a charge counter, and then you can tap it for any color. Very similar. But with Aether Hub, you have a lot more support in your energy counters. Yeah. So you can you can just have a couple of random, okay, decent energy spells that give you energy in your deck, and then Aether Hub is turned on again. Yeah. Uh, Torres Tendo Ice Bridge, you get you one. get one use and you can't pop That's, it. Yeah. yeah. Then, and then unless you're able to bring it back to your that. hand, but then this does the same thing. But yeah, yeah. You, like you said, there's more support with the energy. So, but yeah, that's, I, I think go for the foil, either foil and the, I like this art better than the original Aether Hub. Uh, I can art. see that too. Yeah. Uh, my second one that I want to talk about here is an old legacy staple. Um, and the, it's associated with dredge decks in modern and legacy. The card is bridge from below right now. And I think. Have we talked about this one? No, uh, that one, I've, remember, I used to have that in one of my decks. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, you had a dredge deck. deck. Yep. So this is an enchantment that's uh, three black mana. But uh, whenever a non-creature uh, is put into your graveyard from play, if Bridge Below is in your graveyard, put a 2-2 black zombie creature token into play. So you need it in your yep. graveyard. And that has another little downfall. And then it. whenever a creature is put into an opponent's graveyard from play, if Bridge from Below is in your graveyard, remove Bridge from Below from your graveyard. So you kind of want to combo off with that before you kill any of their yeah. stuff, because otherwise you lose your Bridge from Below. Um, so right now it's sitting uh, both... There's a, a, a Modern Masters printing and a, uh, a Future Sight printing. And they're both right around eight dollars and then uh and that eight dollars is kind of like basically a low point for it it's gotten up to 20 30 dollars yeah, a couple times yeah. it just depends on if the deck is hot and right now it's not <laughs> and so um so right now i think it's a good time to buy uh at least a play set of it and uh being able to speculate a little bit on that i can easily see it um, I would say, up. I like you the, thinking spec the best. One? I was thinking maybe you go for the foils on foil those. on the Ma modern master. Yeah, I mean, that looks those like are, it's twelve dollars. They're only four dollars so. more than your regular ones, but the potential spike is over thirty. Um, so yeah, so foils on modern master bridge from below. I know that uh, foils for the modern masters don't get nearly as popular because the future site one is forty five dollars yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of been at that for a while. So it just kind of depends on how uh, Dredge, can, as a deck, can be really dominant. And I've been noticing more and more people building with Bridge from Below and Modern. And so I feel like there can be a real demand here pretty soon on that card. Yeah. It, it looks like at its peak, really, you're looking at <laughs> the foil Future Sight ones up around 70 80 bucks. I think that's a good spec. You could go anyway with that one. I mean... These even the, I, I the, think they're all underpriced cards. Yeah, the, the future site ones are around 40, 44 bucks, like you said, forty five bucks, and that's kind of the low point of the the foil bridge from below future site. But then, if you really wanted to get in, the modern masters foils are completely different art, but they're at twelve. Yeah. So I, I kind of like the foils of these when you're talking about. I can, them. I can definitely see that being a better a better choice. Yeah. Uh, so my next one is actually something we just talked about earlier is Panharmonicon. 
Um, <laughs> I don't want to explain that one again unless Larry wants to read. What? <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> you should read it. Uh, but Panormonicon, what I'm actually shooting for, and this is the the foil versions of that. Um, they're sitting around nine bucks right now, and been at nine bucks for a long time, and. For its existence. <laughs> and like I was mentioning, I think I mentioned it before, but it's in 12,000 EDH decks that just keeps going up. That's quite a bit for a set that came out a year and a half ago or so. Yeah. Um, so it's being used more and more in more and more EDH decks. And right now I feel like Panharmonicon is at the bottom. Um, you can also get the pre-release ones around 9 bucks as well. I th- yeah, and the card is just really good yeah like we were talking earlier if i could yeah. read before you, you'll know <laughs> if you you look up the card it's good <laughs> i don't want to read it again lowry no i think you can <laughs> practice makes perfect yeah <laughs> if you screw up again we can make plenty of more no nope, go ahead go to your next card <laughs> so uh the the third card that i want to talk about here for speculation is progenitus now a lot of the different versions are sitting Right around $9 above. You have a, a Conflux version, Modern Masters, and also a uh, From the Vaults version. And those are all basically $10. The foils are $20. Uh, and, but for some reason, Progenitus, the Grand Prix foil... So Progenitus, actually, uh, I should actually say what it does. It's two white, two blue, two black, two red, two green. And it's a 10-10 and has protection from everything. Uh, if uh, Progenitus is put in your graveyard from anywhere, reveal it and uh, put it, shuffle it back into your library. Now, like I said, this card's a ten dollar card, but for some reason, Grand Prix foil is three dollars. Three dollars—that's crazy. So to me, that either either all the other printings need to drop a bit to, and the other one's gonna, and this version, the Grand Prix foil version, is going to rise. Maybe they meet at five. Or this will go up to, you know, roughly $10. To meet where everything else has. Yeah, so, this really hasn't moved much at all. It's, and, and it's just kind of like... It's actually just kind of gone down, 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 down. And it's the print. It looks really good. It looks like the original printing. Yeah, it's it. the original Conflux printing. It has, like, a, the star foiled across it, which I really like. Yeah, I, I dig that, too. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. So, that unless there's some type there. of, like, printing issue with the card question mark yeah like i just don't know about that part but maybe there's like a quality issue with it it, it doesn't make sense to me yeah. because progenitus for for from the vaults i know that that printing the foils curve really yeah. bad it does and have a different art it's a 12 dollar card though yeah. and it's been up around 20 at some points yeah that's crazy that they're three dollars for that for yeah. a foil so i i would definitely that's that's one that i have you I picked any up yet? Now I need to sit down and actually buy some cards. All right, you better buy it tonight before our 40 Before we post here. it? <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Just kidding. People listen to me so much. <laughs> I might go buy it after we get done talking here. At least Wait get one. Wait until I get home. <laughs> you get first dibs since you're the... the, the it's your spec. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and then to round up our specs, Smith Specs of the Week. <laughs> Final Smith Spec of the Week. <laughs> final, final, final. Uh, Supreme Verdict. I, I'm shooting for I'm stop that. the I don't want to do that anymore. the iconic Masters version. Um, foil, uh, eight bucks right now. So Su- Supreme Verdict is in seventeen thousand EDH decks. 
which is kind of insane since it's a two color it's blue and white so you have to at least have those two colors you're playing with and it's in seventeen thousand decks yeah the cool thing about it is it's one two white and blue it cannot be countered destroy all creatures so it's a board wipe that can't get countered which is freaking awesome it's yeah it's ridiculous and it's no more like total casting cost than your wrath of god or your damnation yeah it's just two colors is the the thing and wrath of god is uh you know it's always a five six dollar card and but it can be countered (laughs) yeah yeah and it can be countered uh damnation i think is like 16 25 bucks somewhere in there yeah um and it can be countered yeah this is unstoppable (laughs) not fully true i mean venser stops it yeah there, there are some bounce spell spells but for the most it. part i mean this is it's eight dollars and i would go for the the, the modern foil. masters foil iconic 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 masters uh but yeah I, I would shoot for those you could get the return to ravnica they're at 12 bucks so four dollars more but either one works i personally bought um the I- iconic masters one you're a jerk <laughs> you must be drunk i was waiting for that you're, right. drunk. you're drunk i'm drunk on cough medicine <laughs> Woo! <laughs> that stuff's bad for you uh well at least i didn't cough as much there's some that we cut out in this episode but for the most part i only coughed twice during this episode and i appreciate you not coughing towards me <laughs> I just coughed at the microphone yeah. <laughs> ah anyways that should round up this episode um what are so we going to talk about next week we actually probably don't know i don't yeah, really no want to do that because we tried to preview last week and we're like yeah. i think we've been wrong like three weeks in <laughs> yeah. a row actually hey we're gonna do this next week just kidding yeah it's like <laughs> maybe that should be our thing yeah like kill kenny and have him come back next week yeah uh, but yeah, so I don't know what we'll talk about next week. If there's a lot more spoilers with uh, Dominaria, maybe we'll t- discuss that. But I kind of want to wait till we have the full thing. I want to talk about how cool Brawl is going to be. <laughs> we did talk week. about that for about yeah, 10, 15 to, minutes. I don't want to talk fun. about that anymore. <laughs> Done until we uh, actually know what, what that's going to be If you about. play Brawl and you think it's cool, you should tweet at us at Commander Smiths <laughs> um, and tell us, like, how the gameplay is how sweet it is i could be totally wrong i am fine i am open to being <laughs> wrong i just normally am not wrong so oh good for you lowry <laughs> uh you can also shoot us an email at commander smiths at gmail or you can find us on youtube same thing commander smiths uh, yeah. this our That's podcast kind of will be up do. there and our video and then we'll have a new dueling boxes in a couple weeks here yeah whenever Dom- well dominaria is coming out at the end of april is it 20 27 okay so yep. instead of a couple let's add another week on yeah that. tray weeks four four well i guess it's, it's at least we're at the days. end of the month it's about yeah, to be the first days. it's like three. Oh my oh my douche canoe anyway no <laughs> There's no canoes involved. <laughs> With douching. With douching. <laughs> I hope not. That's out in the open. Uh, yeah. You just give me a bad You're visual. the one that said it. Well, just, it's just a saying. You're a douche canoe. No, it's not. That's <laughs> your saying. <laughs> All right. That does it for our episode for today. Hope you enjoyed. We'll see you later. Woo! <laughs> canoes. Canoes. Douches. <laughs>